Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. of the Two Third Air podcast, Peeps, with your peeps, Irene and Katrina, friend, how are you? My little ginger snap you. Oh, I'm I'm good. How are you doing? You're looking fabulous over I've there, got, girl. I, I curled my hair yesterday, so today I do this thing where I, you, if you put it in a loose upper curled bun, like right on the top of, of your melon, like where your crown is. Like a top knot of sorts. But a yeah. loose one with a clip. And you twist uh-huh. it. So I do a twist and then I do a twirl. Uh-huh. Then when I take it out. Twist, twist and a twirl. twirl. Then when I do take it out in the morning, it looks like I still have my curls. But the only problem this morning yeah, is you I do. woke up You've with curls tussled. and also with uh, swollen lips. I've had them for two days. So I'm actually working from yeah. home today because the concept of me wearing a mask at the office um, along with I this like, burning mouth syndrome, which is basically what it feels like, I think. I think it's the same feeling is what I have but so that is that living my best life thanks thanks for asking and you you do look amazing though you really look fantastic sympathy pains your fingers are sloughing yeah yeah so for the viewers at home um Irene and I were like messaging back and forth last night as Uh one does while I was in bed she's got her beautiful while I was in bed (laughs) she's got her beautiful fish nips and my hand started swelling, and now like my right hand, it's it's not as bad today, um, but my my fingertips were like bright red and completely swollen like sausages, oh. and they were sloughing. You did look like you. So had I don't know what's going fingers. on. We're it lo- it felt like sausage, like it hurt, it was like it was so swollen. So it's a little bit better today. Yeah, and it was sw- and sloughing now it's off. Gone? So we're better today. Um, it's it's on its way cool. out. It's not a hundred percent, but what it's definitely happening? better. What is so, going on? <laughs> I don't know what's ha- like. I'm like this is concerned. like the biggest, and it's so this funny because the biggest like what happens to you is what happens. Like I, so I get something like right. residual. And I haven't seen like, you in I don't two know years. If we're, like like really, I haven't seen you in real life. I know. Two, can we take a moment to say that aloud? Two years. I know. Two years. That is crazy. That's but, right. I That's don't know. Nuts. Maybe soon because Ugh. the Canadian travel restrictions have changed. Fun fact. <gasps> I was Yay! reading them earlier so in, in planning for perhaps exciting. visiting the United States of America. And so I'm reading the government of Canada travel.gc.ca website. And it says as of August 9th, border changes have happened. Fully vaccinated foreign nationals will be allowed to enter Canada for discretionary travel on the Mm -hmm. following dates if they meet specific criteria. And it starts with August the 9th and then September the 7th. And then it says travelers are no longer required to book a three-night hotel stopover when entering Canada. There was like this like quarantine hotel situation that people were all up in arms about because you would come in and then you'd have to quarantine quarantine in a government approved hotel that was like thousands of dollars like the crappiest food I saw like people were like vlogging it like the crappiest food they would just leave at your front door it's like a freaking 
courtyard marriott or something yeah. like janky yeah <laughs> well i mean the hotel is fine but like to be like fair leaving you like not so great food and then uh making you pay thousands of dollars for it is just like scam artistry but i guess they were like making it so unattainable that like the general population yeah wouldn't they didn't want it, it. Yeah, to be i get ideal. it it's like create however that to be fair to prevent the demand from being you know high for those of us who are traveling, however, um, it is actually kind of the same thing. Like hotels are s- still very, pr- they're mm. very pricey. You're not getting, like housekeeping services are not coming in. And I understand why. I don't mean to say that, right. you know, whatever. But it's like I'm paying a, a high rate and I have to go down and get more towels oh, or really? more coffee pods or whatever. Um, yeah, hotel restaurants are not open. Room service is not available. Oh, okay. So you have to like do Uber Eats and stuff. So it's it's for like just regular yeah. travelers that are out. It's not very glamorous either. So oh, well. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. thing that's it's it's important to have precautions in place, especially with all that's happening. And mm-hmm. you mentioned about it in the past, like at RDH Under One Roof, like although the trade show happened, it was very different. And I liked the yep. sticker idea, like having people with their comfort levels based on like the color of the sticker. So interesting. I'll link the guidelines for Canadian travel below. I mean, they're always changing. So I'm not sure when you're listening to this episode, but uh, they do do a good job of like monitoring and changing things quite frequently, especially now with like Denta, Delta, Denta, 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 Delta, Delta, Delta variant that is happening. Um, so, so that is that. Yes. Um, I start school in two weeks. I don't know if we're going to have an episode That's be- before then. Start school in two yes. weeks. Yes, and a lot of people are asking about, like, your, like, what are you going yes. to school for and what are yes. you studying? So, yesterday, um, would you tell our I, viewers, viewers at, at home, home a little I am, bit more I am info? doing a, a restorative <laughs> dental hygiene um, expansion license with, which is kind of like uh, an EFTA, I guess, would be in the U.S. I mean, there are right. some states that also have restorative dental hygiene components that allow hygienists to do things like, you know, uh, making provisionals and and uh, cementing permanent and temporary restos or like even doing restos, amalgams and composites and all that fun stuff. So I, I mm-hmm. uh, we've decided, our team has decided that we're going to vlog our way through school We've already shot three YouTube nice. videos that are in edit now, and they're going to go up in the next couple of weeks. So for those of you that want to follow along on what my program looks like from beginning to end, you need to hit the subscribe button on my YouTube channel, which is also called Tooth Life Irene. You can find the link in my bio on Instagram. Uh, so that is happening. I ordered scrubs like a year ago because I was supposed to start a year ago, and they didn't fit. <laughs> The pants are too small. So when we filmed it, like I filmed oh, me trying no. on my pants. It was like, I can get them <laughs> over my legs, but I can't get them around my butt. They were like hanging. You remember like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, like circa 1999, where you would wear those like really low rise jeans that would show like your little bone. Yeah. They were like that. Like they yeah. were like, if I sat down, bad news. So I filmed the entire oh, video no. just like protecting my my behind. Fit on the legs, just didn't fit on the boot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's happening. Um, and you could probably close more restorative cases though. So? I don't know. I feel like that would be the wrong body part to show to try and like get a full mouth rehab case. I think you're beautiful just the way yeah, you are. I don't know if that would be a good thing, but anyways, it's happening. It is happening. Woo-hoo. Uh, you know what else is happening? Woo! 
In September? What is? Uh, tell me. You already know. know. In September. DS World is happening. Dance Why Sorona World is happening in September. Um, which I think is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, DS World is yeah. a beautiful place in which I have never seen before. Um, <clears throat> Tis the ultimate dental experience. Yeah, it I is. Mean. And yeah. uh, it's so I'm super excited about it because um, Dentswise, I don't think people realize this. Dentswise Serona hires like their own private like performers or the private acts. It's not like you get like tickets to these events. It's like this is uh, like put on the Dentswise Serona world yeah. stage. So the Chainsmokers are going to be performing there. Um, I saw Gwen Stefani is going to be there. Wait, and, is that this year? Um, for anybody who knows the Chainsmokers and Gwen Stefani this year? Stop it. Yep. yep. And in addition, I know. And in addition to that, um, if anybody knows the uh, stand-up comedian John Mulaney, I think he is funnier than all get out. Like he is because he grew up in the Midwest and he kind of has like a very similar dry sense of humor to me. But I love him. And so he's going to be performing at DS World as well. So I'm super excited about that. And of course, um, you know, in addition to the amazing entertainment it really is an incredible experience. Yeah. Like you're, you're there with all of the technology, all of the big names and in, in speakers in the community. I mean, it it really is a massive, massive meeting. Yeah. And I'm just kudos to Dense by Serona for putting this on and still continuing to honor the brand of, that they set out with DS World. And, but also, it also is pivoting too because fun. they have a virtual conference that allows you to have all of the same stuff Correct. except live streamed at a reduced yes. rate. So they have like the basic virtual, which includes mm-hmm. like live surgery viewing and live streaming. But then they've got like a more comprehensive yes. virtual that has like virtual networking and like health and wellness opportunities and like educational breakouts. And then they have the in-person that has like the nightly entertainment. And I did not realize that like lunch is provided the entire time. Like Thursday through Saturday, yeah. they provide yeah, you yeah. with, yep. yes. with meals, meals are like and stuff. Provided and, so yep. the schedule's already up. Like yeah, the agenda kind of overview is already up. Like when things are happening and they literally have a party every night. Like evening event on the Thursday. Uh-huh. Friday is like the concert with all of the peeps. And then Saturday is like the closing party. So it's only like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 23rd to the 25th. Um so uh-huh. that is super exciting. So link below um, or dancebysorono.com. It's on their main page. That's one thing you need to check out. Yeah. DS World related. And also uh, the preventative side, uh, dancebysorono.com in the academy tab at the top. Uh, there are some really cool new on-demand uh, lectures like uh, part one and part two with our friend Danny and Tim Donnelly, who has been here before on the podcast. Both of them. I love Tim um, Yeah, they've got two, two like the They're ultimate so uh, essential in in treating perio i think it's called refocusing periodontal treatment um, part one and two which uh those are on my list to watch before december yeah. yes yeah they're fantastic. Hey, there's one for you. They, you got one really too. Have... Treating gum disease a sticky situation you would name your lecture a sticky situation <laughs> <laughs> you would Ginger. yes it's a very sticky tis a sticky you situation would. so yeah it's so, good i'm it's it's a cool. there's an amazing uh lineup of hygiene speakers so check out the awesome line we have an episode great so we <laughs> we, have an episode. we have an episode let's we do, do it we have an so episode good. uh are you ready for a song i know you're always ready for a song so i'm ready for a song okay. let's do it there we go Let's see if you can get this without me telling you what's going on in my brain. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. 
This is, um, is it you look very... Brandy and Monica? Yeah. I think it's Brandy and Monica. We dance to the song in Jazzercise. Do, Do you know the words? Yeah. Do we need to, like... Excuse me, can I talk to you for a minute? Sure, you know. Okay, you look kind you of familiar. I just want to do one day. Wanna... Oh, Lumber? <laughs> yeah, you know his name. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know his name. <laughs> no, no, he's mine. Okay, so did you clue in at all? So this is Brandy and Monica. We did interview Brandy. Yes. Is it Brandy Hooker That Evan? is. Oh, she did it. Yay. It only took you two That's, years. I, <laughs> well, I... I I finally I well finally maybe it's because it. we're so linked and you a you simplified it or b we're so linked up by having like transient inflammatory mm-hmm. conditions that 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 I don't that know maybe that's what's happening I don't ge- I don't geography you know. and topography and time zones yeah, yeah. Uh, yes so this yeah. is this is the lovely episode with uh, Brandy Hooker Evans she has a company <laughs> yes. called Stellar Outcomes. And you, you know Brandy mm-hmm. from your your kind of circle of peeps. And, yeah, uh, she does some cool stuff. Yeah, she she's just awesome. She's got some just cool energy, and um, we I, we just yeah. had a great time with this yep. uh, podcast episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here I hope it you're like gonna be driving to work enjoy. or wherever, just giggling in the car, enjoy. Live living your best, your best life. life, high free life. Yes. Okay, we'll catch you on the flip Live side. Live it. Live it. On the flippity flip. We, we, we got an episode, Katrina. Hello, hello, we're hello. excited. Yes. We're, we're Are you here. so excited yes. for this, Irene? I'm so excited. I'm always oh the most excited human of all of the humans in all of the land. I see Mick Lou as well. He seems very excited about this. He Although is. you can't really he tell is. by his like kind of blase face. Yeah, he's he's just here for the entertainment. That's exactly like, the I'm not he'll here for your entertainment. He is. But, yeah. um, okay, so I'm super excited out. because I can't wait for you to meet my amazing friend. Brandy Hooker Evans, uh, who is waiting patiently uh, for us to walk through this intro. Um, Brandy is a dental hygienist. She's been practicing for forever. Although if you look at her skin, like you wouldn't be able to tell that she looks like she's like 12. Um, She's also a consultant and a speaker in the dental hygiene space. Um, But even more so, she is a dear friend of mine. She is funnier than all get out. And she just has such a beautiful vision and idea about what dental hygiene is, where dentistry is going. And I just absolutely adore the power behind her voice. So I'm super excited for her to hop on the pod and to talk all things dental hygiene and fabulousness. So welcome to the podcast, the fabulous Brandy Hooker Evans. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so kind, Katrina. I just... Wow. I mean, thank you. And I am excited to speak with both of you. I've been listening to the two third their podcast for a while. And the thing that I noticed first when I listened to the pair of you is that the passion and I mean, maybe you don't really care, but if you are faking it, whoa, because the passion just speaks to my soul. (laughs) And I love that you just care and that you like give a crap for the people listening with their kids in the car, right? Like we do. Oh, me, you listen with your kids in the car? 
Well, sometimes my kids are big though, so they say Trina, we got to be careful no. what we say. Sometimes, sometimes we we sometimes do a little. We our hot takes get a little hot sometimes. No, we don't fake I, it, which is which is I I find yeah. that it's kind of cool because we just we roll with it. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Thank um, you and welcome. Yeah. And I want to learn a lot more yeah. about you. Let's, can we do the thing? Rich? I mean, this is the problem. This is the problem. Let me tell you the problem. This is the problem when you interview someone that has listened to your episodes. They already know what you're going to do. Like she already knows <laughs> about the tooth or dare at the end. She knows we're going to do the, we're going to ask her if she was in the band. Like she knows all of this. So, I mean, Randy, why don't you just, you just like. She's, she's already primed up. She's ready it. to do yeah. it. Yeah. Brandy's like, I already know I have my notepad ready. Yeah. (laughs) So let's, let's do the way back playback. Like, let's go back to in the womb and then where you grew up. And if you were in the band and were you part of the swim team, I feel like that would be a a different spin on the questions. Yeah. That's a good one, Irene. Okay. I love that so much. Um, Swim team. No, the womb was great. (laughs) I grew up in small town Idaho. It's a little town called Payette. And I graduated with 107 kids in my class. So I am literally small town Idaho. Uh, I got stopped this weekend for traffic. The traffic was bad in our capital and biggest city. It was a flock of geese crossing the road in downtown Boise on a Sunday morning. Okay. Last week on the way to my in-laws house it was behind a tractor so i'm i'm literally quintessential (laughs) small town girl that's cool so small town girl grew up born raised in how do you pronounce the city again payette is where i payette payette um, and then, and then what, like, did you all always know you wanted to do what you do now? And like, where did you go to college and what, what led you to being a dental consultant? Cause I feel like that's just not like, a, I'm going to wake up one day. I'm going to be a no. one day mom. When no, I grow up, yeah. I'm going to be a dental consultant. What? Yeah. No idea mean? on that. So, um, I decided in the eighth grade before I went on the band trips, with the dance team because we performed with the band so yes oh. i know all about being a band geek oh, okay i decided in the eighth grade that i wanted to be a dental hygienist because in my mind my uncle was my dentist i loved it there and um you you made all the money and you picked all the hours or none of the hours whatever you want it was just this really glamorous life of of you know dental hygiene and i wanted to take care of people but you know um mouth sounded way better than bums. So I passed on nursing and went to dental hygiene, uh, which ironically for as many times as I've heard that what I do is gross. um, I've heard it the most from the nurses. You know what I, my OBGYN said to me the other day, she was like, I do not know how you do what you do. And I like looked at her, like my, my feet were like in the stirrups. Up from the stirrups. Like, did you look up at at her? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like moved around from the stirrups Brunch. and I was like, really? We're doing this? And she was like, oh no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I guess everybody's got their own like bodily fluid that they're grossed out by and they're okay with, you know? Yeah. So plus and blood you know. and calculus is totally fine. I may or may not have autoclave calculus chunks in my desk drawer at Evans Dental just in case I give a presentation where it would be effective visually. 
So <laughs> that's a thing. As one does. You're, you're officially right. like a true dental geek. I'm ready for you to like hook a little string on it and make it an ornament or something on your <laughs> Oh yeah. I have to true dental I have to show you this. One of my bestie friends, Liz, had this cup made for me. Oh, you have a wine glass that says I, brandy on it with a tool. That's so sweet. So I from the eighth grade so was sweet. destined to be a dental hygienist, right? Apparently that was a good plan. Um, so I went to Idaho State University, which I've always been super proud of because I got a really incredible education. And some of my mentors like wrote the Bible on dental hygiene. So like my girls were the, you know, the road pavers for us. Yeah. So I'm really excited at Darby and Walsh is at um, Darby. Well, actually both of them, Peggy Walsh and Michelle Darby are besties with my mentor, which was Denise Bowen, who released oh. the last sure. um, yes. book. The, the last and Michelle she, Darby book. Yeah. Yeah. She, and so anyway, she has since passed, but I am like, you know, living living into her hope for us moving the profession forward so I'll just keep on yeah. her legacy that's amazing um, yeah no, wait wait so, so tell, tell us a little bit about like so what was it like I mean as you see where dental hygiene is now and where dental hygiene is going and I, I want to talk about like dental hygiene school but early on when you saw that influence in, in your in dental hygiene school and you see like we are the thought leaders we are the people that are writing the textbooks right now that dental hygiene students are learning from um do you feel like that started to kind of curate this idea that beyond hygiene school that you were going to do more beyond the operatory did that did that influence you at all it for sure did it I didn't realize at the time how impactful seeing all that firsthand was. But as time went on in my early years, right out of school, I realized that it was an incredible gift to be educated by the people that were so passionate about moving our profession forward. And also to be held accountable yeah. by them, by, by not getting just a free pass on whatever the BS of the day was, you yeah. know? Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like it was really inspirational, even in school to look at someone, I mean, um, Nina, what is her, like, like Katrina, right, is Katrina Sanders, but Nina is Denise Ambo, and, um, she was on the developing team for the Orly Indicator, mm. like, so big, big, like, writing the textbooks, making the, the new toothbrushes that we're going to go home with us and our patients, and, and so I knew in the school setting that I absolutely had a lot of big things that I could do. And some days I felt like, oh, I could do something big. And some days I was like, oh my gosh, my patient didn't show up. What, yeah. I mean, are we flunking today? Is it <laughs> today the day. Like, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I can't yeah. even, can we just tomorrow? And I get that. I think there are a lot of hygiene students that feel that way. Like, you're on that seesaw yeah. where some days you're like super inspired. And, you know, the reason why I asked that question is because I feel like now with social media, you have people like Irene that are out there that are educators and she's putting content out there where you do see some of the behind the scenes of like, you know, what Irene, um, what it, what it takes to, which is, it certainly looks a little bit more glamorous than it really is. I think I can, <laughs> I can say fully, right. Um, all three of us can say that, right. It looks a lot you more know, glamorous yeah. than it really is. 
but the reality yeah. is like, I think now, um, it, what, what it used to be, cause I went to the university of Minnesota and a lot of my faculty wrote the textbooks or did the research. Like you can see those studies and it's like, oh my gosh, like that person taught me, which is so amazing. But now with social media, we have the opportunity for, you know, massive influencers to come out, show a behind the scenes and to create a really strong and powerful voice, which I think is also really exciting. You know, we, we idolize Esther Wilkins and we idolize mm -hmm. Michelle Darby. Um, but there's, they, they started the conversation. They, I, I feel like I'm really behind in the motivation part. Well, not behind now, but I was behind as a student in being motivated to do more with hygiene because so much of our influence and in what happens in dental hygiene comes from you guys comes from up North. Like the textbooks are not Canadian written. They're oh, following see, along in, in the footsteps of our, of our colleagues Americans. up, up, yeah. Up, up in the North who have, are you saying up in the North when you're, aren't you North of me? South. Sorry. Damn. Well, I mean, okay. I've I'm, got a state up here. there. Don't you? you Alaska's got a state like over, I think. Yeah. I think like we still own Alaska <laughs> right um, now. I don't know. I don't There's know still why 50 I'm stars on our flag. South. You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> our American yeah. piece yes. down, down yeah. below down under the the border there um like most of the stuff comes from from you guys so like i had no motivation to do anything other than scale teeth when i was in dental hygiene school because i didn't i didn't have a connection to anyone that wrote the textbooks none of my teachers really did anything crazy remarkable that was published like all of that research and science and evidence-based dental hygiene stuff came from you guys so i feel like sure. this is a common thing and theme in Canada. And if anyone's listening and agrees or disagrees, like come at me, bro, because I feel like that's, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's yeah, yeah. It's just, we've, we, unless you really dig or ask questions of who your educators are and what they do, like most of the time it's like your teacher is Miss Irene. She's teaching you medical emergencies. And unless you Googled me, you'd have no idea because my name's hmm. not on a textbook. So you guys are so much further ahead sooner. I feel yeah, but I don't you also feel like our profession has pivoted a lot. So it used to be if you were an influencer or you were the one that had the brilliant brain that was going to steer the profession, you had to publish a textbook. I don't mm -hmm. necessarily know. I, Brandy, I mean, what do you think? Do you think like yeah. we're, that's where we are or what? where are we going? No, I think it's better now. And first of all, Irene, to totally applaud you because you didn't have that, look at you killing it now oh my goodness like to just mm -hmm. dream up that that's what you wanted to do and then follow that path I, I mean to a certain extent both Katrina and I have our own journeys that we did dream up from scratch but we also did have that example of what it looks like to uh, blow up outside of the operatory so I mean hell yeah girl you that's cool that's super yes. cool celebrate that Irene Irene I love and you. This is where I go. This I is know. where I go into my little I love you. I just going to put my t-shirt over my head and you I You just really go ahead nervous. and crawl right on in there. You just we'll do that, Irene. Get <laughs> we'll get you out of there. Uh, Tell me when it's careful. over. I'll, I'll come and like snuggle in there with you. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's I right. That I'm wearing, I'm wearing my favorite dental hygiene nation shirt that I always oh. buy three sizes too low, too big because it's my like crawl into my shirt. It's like when you watch a scary movie and you're just like, bite on the edge of your shirt does anyone yeah. do that or just me am i alone no i i, mm. I mean i i don't i don't think there's a right or a wrong way but i just feel like there's a lot less guidance here than there is in the united yeah. states like there's just so many more people to look up to and the people that i 
learned to look up to kind of like year five or six into my career were all American. Like most mm-hmm, of the peeps that mm-hmm. I looked up to were American. And the lectures that I went to were the Americans because, you know, the, there are very few speakers here in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. There are just, you know, the various, and you know, one of them, actually, mm-hmm. I, I read on your website that you uh, know about Uchi. Oh, yeah. Uchi's yes. my, he's teaching with me in November at the Stellar Infusion Study Club. I created this like, okay, everyone's lonely. We've got to get together. We've got to share information what can I do through all of the pandemic panicking? I like, I'm a solution finder. So I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So this is actually going to be my second season of it. And Uchi, who is my favorite speaker of all time, every time I watch him speak, I change something like major about my life. He like agreed to like do it with me on the uh, teach the lesson or I don't even know. Like, I, you can still, I'm so excited. It's like celebrity sighting, right? Like, <laughs> buddy, 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 buddy. yeah. Buddy, buddy. Yeah, exactly. All, like, and like, I remember when I first started like deciding I wanted to be a speaker, I watched Uchi one time and I was like on the fence of, oh my God, I can never be that good. And it's okay. Like I'm me and I can, I can do me. Like, I really had one of those moments of, am I doing the wrong thing? Because, whoa, he is so amazing. So anyway, yeah. that, so yes. But wait, I we have a guest and his name is yeah. Uchi. Come on in, Uchi. No, just kidding. <laughs> da, 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 da. What if we did? That'd be so fun. Hey, Uchi. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. So, okay, so you go to him in a couple of weeks. And you but, have but, these amazing yes. mentors that are there. Well, good. You'll, you'll love it. And he's really cool. Cause he like talks really fast. So you can get a lot of the content. He talks quickly. a lot very fast. Like I, sometimes I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Well, he, I he know, and I have, so good he and I have a little I tradition. So, brilliant, but so he, he's in my hometown. Like he, he's down the street from me. So he and I have a little tradition. Um, every year when we go to Yankee, we go to the airport together and we hang out at the airport and we hang out on the plane because we never see each other. We're oh, always like, you know, in different places. So fun, cool. fun fact and fun story. I'll, I'll tell the story again in more detail when he's on the show. Uh, cause I don't want to talk about him. Obviously this is your showcase, but he like takes out his Invisalign aligner and he puts it we were in first class and he puts it on the like communal armrest, no. you know, it's like a little tray <laughs> yeah, that you yeah, pull out. Disgusting. So he pulls out the tray and puts down like an Air Canada, a little square, like whatever, four by four napkin, and then takes out his Invisalign liner and puts it on there and then says, I'll be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> what are we why doing would here? you take it out here? and leave it with me i don't want to be responsible for this thing why would you not take it to the to the bathroom so i took a photo a selfie and i posted it and i said when the person you're sitting next to takes out their aligner and then he comes back and i'm like and it's this guy um (laughs) funny dude but um so yes you were you you were where were we katrina yeah so you have all these amazing mentors i have to do this sometimes with irene but sometimes she does it with me too so it's totally fine um so you have these amazing mentors you're in hygiene school you graduate from Idaho State, which is amazing, amazing program. And tell me about like, so you start, you start practicing, you're like bright eyed, bushy tailed, right? Like, let's do this. Tell us a little bit about like where your, your practice years and what that was like. Okay. So that's a really fun one. And it's, it comes full circle. I bet we don't have time to do the whole thing today, but someday I'll like share all the beans. It's a very good story. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so so I get out of school and I'm applying at all of the offices and sorry, I'm gonna 
I'm applying at all the offices and I um, get to the point where I go to school one day and this was right before dead week of our, I know my, I don't know how, yeah, we're all like, hello, hi, hello. Uh, hello, why oh, is she blurry all this? She's good, sudden? she's good. Um, anyway, so I go to, I, I, I go to school and I'm like totally pissing and moaning at lunch. I said, are you opening a bottle of wine while you're doing this? Yeah, what are we doing oh. here? What okay, is happening? I just heard that hear- pop. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'll do I'm the, the only person test. not drinking. I love you so much. She's literally talking I- and like opening up. <laughs> Oh, I was a waitress God. for a very long time. This is like totally. She can, t- she can talk and walk at the same time. Okay, <laughs> so it's like go. Okay, so do I need to do the whole like sommelier? No, just just put it, put it down your gullet. Sorry, I'll just start drinking it. So I go and I put out to the universe and I say, you guys, I just want to walk in and have someone know that I'm going to be freaking amazing, and I want them to look at me in the face and say, Brandy, we would love to have you. So I put that into the universe, um, was able to apply. I got four job offers, but the one I took was when I went to the office and did my interview. I was doing the awkward end of the conversation where you're like, okay, well, think about it, never know. And you're like sweating profusely. You don't know what to say. You're 23 years old and you're like, oh my God, like what is even happening right now? Like, I got to get out of here and I'm not a get out of here girl. Like my last name is Hooker, right? So I can like hang for some awkwardness. So, um, I love you so much. I I have to, I have to stop you there because I, you probably get this all the time, but people won't say it out loud. I'm going to say this out loud. Are you ready? This is an Irene hot take. Earmuffs on your kids right now. Earmuffs. With, with a name like that, like you said, you either have to have been made fun of your entire life and you hate your name and you're ready to get rid of it, or you do what you do. And you're like, I'm going to pull this in and I'm going to use this as, as Every, a bit. Every time. I yeah, good love, for you. I have to say applause. Yes. That like, <laughs> I love. Yeah. Bravo. So I good. love that you just did that. Thank okay. You. So Thank you went you. to the office where you're trying to, were like, you were, you were out of there. Like, uh, it seemed really good. It was a brand new office. They'd been open for um, six weeks seven weeks at the time and uh, everything was brand new and shiny and the doctor was super cool and I, I was like doing the awkward getting out of the office because obviously it's time for the interview to be over and he said Brandy I'd love to have you and I was like yeah that's what I was talking about that's what I put into the universe and that's what I got boom shakalaka <laughs> boom shakalaka that is a blast from our um, uh-huh. past. So yeah, how did that sure. go? How did it turn out? Tell Because uh, I feel like when you go into a relationship like that, because working for someone is very much a relationship. Like, let yeah. it's, it is. So was it like all beautiful roses and and garlands and the, the excitement of a new practice or a few, like, how did, how did it go? Um, for the most part, really phenomenally. Like oh. I worked for him for seven and a half years. Wow. Right. Before I moved across the um, state to like be closer to my own family. Um, because in about, oh gosh, like maybe two years after I graduated, three years, three years after I graduated, I um, went through a divorce and was a single mom. So then I was a single mom in a small town in Idaho and it, it was hard. So I was just ready to go home. So I worked for him. And when I told him that I was leaving, 
I sobbed for an hour and a half in his office, gave him six months notice because oh I, I needed to go home and talk with, I, I, my grandfather had Alzheimer's was in the end stage of life. So I wanted to go home and be with my grandparents, my parents. Um, you know, he'd been such a kind and wonderful boss. I got to design and implement a hygiene program from the start, which this wasn't my only working experience, but for, you know, so right. we're not here until midnight. We'll just keep it to this part of the story. And he, he was so good to me. And one of the things that was really horrible, I'm going to go real personal for a minute after I divorced and was working um, at the university in, as a, as an instructor, clinical instructor and uh, working in the community, working at my office, he was one of the only men and even married men that didn't hit on me. Like, I didn't even know he knew I was a girl, right? I mean, he was just my pal and it was a safe place. And so when I told him that I was leaving, I, saw, I literally cried for 90 minutes in his office saying, you've been the best and thank you so much. And, you know, on and on and on. And then um, to tie that story up, I moved away and then he ended up single and oh is this a plot date. twist no it's a plot twist wow it's a plot up, twist. Irene. Stop. Up. i'm sweating oh my god okay Lou, go. get the popcorn Lou. Lou, get the popcorn Lou, get the popcorn so i so i i moved away and we went out and and i was like okay like i'm gonna get my pal ready to go be a single dude with you know three beautiful daughters in southeast idaho and he's gonna he's gonna rock it and you know, we're going to go about our merry ways and I'm going to find someone to marry in Boise and um, on and on and on. We've been inseparable since then. I now run the same practice I started in with him in Pocatello, Idaho. No and way. And his yeah, last yeah, name yeah. is? Evans. That's so, so this funny. is Brandy Hooker Evans, everybody. Boom. Look at that. Look so, at that. Isn't that the twist. craziest? That it is actually so cool. like so amazing. I know this. It and so, and her husband. So he was is, just a gentleman then. Like he could have hit on yeah. her. Obviously, he liked you. Obviously, he thought Obviously. you were good looking. Yeah. Obviously, there was some like attraction there. But he was such a professional gentleman that he yeah. he just kept it cool. I love that. You don't well, hear I, of that. No. no, no. And like undyingly dedicated to his wife at the time, regardless of whatever might've been going on, which right. for me as some, like, I've seen some days in my relationships. And so that trust is like as important as the partnership. So right. I feel really blessed to like have that crazy story. I know that it's really easy to be like, oh yeah, that might've been like up to no good. But I think the reality is, is if you know me for five minutes, you know that, yeah. that, that like being good to the core is, is my bag and that's yeah. what I need. And so I have that now in a partner and it also happens to be part of my fun dental story. So there that's you so are. Funny. I love that. That's so cool. It a few things actually that, that I, I love about your story. And I, I just want to like uh, reiterate for our viewers at home um, is you said I'm sorry, Irene. I just have I to keep can't. doing it. I every know. time, every time I can't. <laughs> um, you said I got to, so I was, you know, you were in a situation where you got to build your own hygiene protocol. You got, you got to design what the hygiene department looks like. 
And I want to kind of cue this up because I want to step into the next layer of the work that you do. But I want to begin that by saying there are so many hygienists that I talk to, they slide into my DMs. I'm sure the both of you, they slide into your DMs as well, where they're like, I'm in an office and the doctor doesn't know what's going on and nobody knows how to diagnose and there's no protocol and I don't know what's going on. And they're like frustrated by it. And I know, you know, I've certainly been in this scenario. Irene, I can only imagine that you've been in this scenario too, where it's like, those are opportunities. Those are, that's an office Mm -hmm. where you're like, all right, listen, doc, like, you're taking me out for coffee. We're going to sit down for 10 minutes. I'm just going to let you know what's going on. Can't keep happening. So I'm going to build out a protocol. How do you feel about that? Yes or no? Check the box. Great. I'm going to go ahead and do this and I'm going to implement it. And it's going to be amazing. And it's going to make you a lot of money and it's going to make your patients healthier. And we're all going to be happy. And you get to do that. The idea behind this being, it's all about mindset. And for you, Brandy, you saw that as an opportunity because Oftentimes what I tend to find is the hygienists early on in their careers that see a practice and don't get frustrated with the lack of organization. And I, and I'm simplifying because let's be real. There are practices out there that are hot mess express and they (laughs) it's, it's beyond building a protocol. But for many of us, we work with doctors that are good humans and they care about their patients And they aren't the typical doctor where it's like, oh, all they want is money and they won't buy us equipment. And they, that's not a a vast group of doctors. There are doctors out there that will buy the equipment, but you have to tell them, I want the, I need this equipment. Or if the protocol is off, you have to tell them like the protocols, like we have to fix this and let's talk about it because they're looking to who's the perio queen or the perio king in the office. It's you hygienical. The doctor, quite honestly, like most don't care. (laughs) They really don't. They just, they're looking at you to be able to lean into that. So is first of all, the fact that you had this mindset, I, I had the ability to, or the doctor empowered me to be able to build this content or build this protocol within the practice, but even more so you're working clinically, you've moved back, you're working with family or you're close to family now. Um, at what point did you decide that Um, now where you were going to be more focused on being able to, you know, consult or speak or lead a practice in a different way. Um, so you broke up just a little bit. So I'm going to repeat that question back to make sure I understand what you said. So you said uh, when I moved back, when did I decide to take it outside of the clinic? Is that true? Right, right. Yeah. When, when did you decide to really move into speaking, consulting, leading dental practices? How did that transition happen for you? So actually, this is really exciting. I got so excited, like I could tell Irene was going to love the plot twist. So I jumped there before I shared that when I moved to Boise, because I had been an instructor at ISU, I had, at that point, I was president-elect of the Hygiene Association for Idaho. I had developed this whole hygiene program um, for a brand new office, like ground up did things that didn't work and then learned how to do things that did work, right? I changed the way I practiced within the course of those seven years. I, when I moved to Boise, I knew that a clinical hygiene job was not going to fill my soul. So I talked to anyone and everyone that would spend five minutes with me trying to figure out what would be next. And what I came up with was coaching, or at that time, I think the popular semantic was consulting. And so I moved to Boise and I started Stellar Outcomes 
just hoping that it went good because I knew that a hygiene full-time job wasn't going to cut the mustard. So I found a hygiene home for one day a week um, with a really amazing uh, practice, Dustin Connaughton in Boise, Idaho. For anyone listening in from Idaho, if you need a dentist in Boise, I would totally let him do my dental work. And anyway, so I had a dental home. It was really fun. And I started Stellar Outcomes. And I knew that if I wanted to get into offices to consult, I had to speak. And so then I started teaching continuing education and I fell in love with it. Like absolute love with getting to get on the stage or in front of a room and give my energy, my soul, my hard work, my tears, my celebrations, all of the things to the people that were sitting in the room. And I knew that not everyone was gonna get that and not everyone was gonna love that. But I thought what a gift for me to be able to hopefully help someone else have a better time or gain some hope or go back to work and be able to help their patients get healthier. I mean, the list of the good things that could happen if I show up and share the things that work and don't work are freaking endless. Like, whoa, you guys know you guys do this, Mm -hmm. and it's not going to work for everyone. And I'm super passionate. And so one of the, one of the things about being an intense person is you kind of polarize audiences. So there's going to be some people that really don't like what you do, but there's going to be a bunch of people that are like, Oh my goodness, Katrina, I was so burnt out. Thank you mm-hmm. for giving me the hope that I need to enjoy this twilight of my career or this next chapter of dental hygiene or to get out of the freaking off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You said it beautifully. And I, I think a a lot of us very much feel that way. Sometimes we're not necessarily reminded of it because we're so fueled with passion. And like, I know I, I, I talked to, if I'm in the continental United States, I talk to Irene almost daily. And so, you know, having that passion. So sorry for that. Also, by the way, it's mostly my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. But like, you know, we're, we're either on Instagram or texting or whatever. and, And it's like, I'm, I'm so immersed in this world of, of other speakers, other consultants, other coaches that are very passionate, that are very excited, that are thrilled, that absolutely love our profession, that sometimes you do forget when you're speaking on that platform that there are people that come to your programs that are burnt out. And just that light, that passion, that joy for dentistry has been dimmed for them. And so they do look, and that's why I love this like kind of round robin effect of like a lot of us looked to Esther Wilkins or Michelle Darby, may they rest in peace, um, you know, as, <laughs> as influencers, as people to remind us of the standard of excellence that we should be upholding in our profession. And I think now that has pivoted very much. I think now we're in a situation where um, we're interacting with each other and we're seeing this uh, new generation being born, um, where it's not simply about this, this is your standard of excellence, but this is how you maintain passion in the profession yeah. because patients see that. Um, you know, when people ask about communication strategies, I'm sure you get asked all the time. Um, you know, people will ask me like, well, how, how do you communicate with your patients? Like there's some magic word that I use or something to get my patients to accept treatment. And it's like, there's no magic word. I believe in what I'm prescribing to my patient. I believe in the procedure. I sit down, I touch my patient on the arm and I'm like, Joe, I'm concerned about you. Like we shouldn't, this is, this is going to make you sicker if we don't treat it right now. 
but that passion is behind it. And so I think as we move forward, especially now with dentistry looking and feeling different than it ever has before, um, that now is our opportunity to really show patients why this passion is important, show our practice, show our team members, influence our team members, show our doctors and remind ourselves about why that passion is so important. I think repetition too. And I, it's, it's interesting that when you repeat the same negative action over and over again, that turns into burnout. Mm -hmm. But when you repeat the same positive action over and over, that turns into excitement for your profession. So it's like, you do the same thing, the 10,000 hour rule, right? You do, you scale 10,000 teeth, teeths, tooths, and you make teeth, and you, and you, and you become an expert at scaling teeth, but that's not true. Cause if you scale 10,000 teeth the wrong way with poor posture, then that turns into burnout. So that sure. those conversations are those magic words that people expect to come out of your mouth. It's not that you're repeating the same thing over and over again. And then finally someone's accepting your treatment. It's that every time you say a phrase about SRP or you say a phrase about periosurgery or you say a phrase about why you want new equipment, you are modifying mm-hmm. that phase to make it a better phase the next time you say it and the next time That's you say right. it until eventually it becomes the best version of its own phrase. So if you are burnt out and you're repeating the same thing over and over again, look at what you're repeating. Like, are you repeating the wearing your scrubs to work in the car and eating your breakfast and, and not Mm. having enough time to go to the bathroom and the complaining about like, I didn't have any water today. Well, that's partially your office's fault, but it's also partially your fault. Take off the damn mask and go have a sip of water. And if you, if your office isn't going to let you do it, then Bye bye. Find a new office. And then leave. Yeah. yeah then go. Bye, yeah. Felicia. That's not the place for you to be. Yeah. So we're all yeah. partially responsible for our own burnout. It's not just your office's fault. Irene, yeah. I feel like that is key. And if the only reason that I joined you guys today was for this take home, I think I think it's important. When you aren't enjoying something, for whatever reason, if you truly wanted to change you have to do something different with you. You can't get your office, you can't get your doctor, you can't get your spouse, you can't get your kids, you can't get your dog. But what you can do is you. Mm -hmm. And so anytime something isn't working well for you, if you can figure out, even if you think, okay, I've looked at this 500 ways and I am not the problem in this equation. You've got two options. You've either got to go to 501 where you actually accept responsibility for whatever is going on and then you're in charge of changing it or you've got to get in a different situation. Mm -hmm. And if once you start being accountable for how things go for you, it makes those sucky days so easy because you're like, well, some days are shitty. That's fine, that's normal. But if most of my days are filled with joy and passion and a a drink of water so then you can have a pee break, then then you are rocking it and you can enjoy it. But as long as it's someone else, as long as you're the victim, you always will be, period. Amen. And I, I think even in alignment with that, one of the things that I think we forget about, we learn this in dental hygiene school, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Which I, I'll constantly go back to because I'm studying a lot about this right now in so many aspects of what we do. What we do as hygienists is we're at the tippy top at self-actualization, meaning when we're providing Speak for work, your spouse, <clears throat> speak for yourself. No, what I'm saying is what we're doing is <laughs> My oftentimes, inverted. 
<laughs> her pyramid's upside down. But for most people, we're sitting in self-actualization, meaning we're serving others. That's what self-actualization is. You get to a place where you're, you're so golden, you're so fabulous, everything is so great that now you can be able to serve and give to others. But the reason why Irene says, and so many hygienists feel this way, that their pyramid is inverted is because we are expected to serve others no matter what. And this is where we start to get burned out. And this is where I think we start to get resentful. So Mm -hmm. I'll be very clear, like the day after my mom collapsed and was in the hospital and was on life support, I was working clinically. So every, after every patient, I'm running to the back room and checking my phone to see if there've been updates. Mom was placed into a medically induced hypothermia. So now I'm waiting to see like, is she coming out of it? Like, is, is she breathing on her own? Okay. So let's just take that a step back. And I know that that's an extreme situation, but if we take that a step back, it's like, how am I able to really serve others when I'm like horrified about what I'm going to read on my text messages? But this could be even other simple things. So if you if you wake up in the morning and you don't have clean scrubs or your scrubs are like wrinkly and you're just like, oh, screw it, fine, I'll just put these wrinkly scrubs on. If you don't have time mm-hmm. to fill up your water bottle in the morning, if you don't have time to pack like a nutritious lunch, if you got in a fight with your spouse that morning and you just feel like absolute garbage, you know what I mean? Like you haven't had your cup of coffee. You haven't taken your morning shit, whatever it is that's going on in your world that you get to the point where you show up to work and in that, in that order, in that order, by the way, fight, then you have the coffee and, and you have then coffee, you then you get your morning shit. Yeah. You pack yeah. your lunch, you have your water. You can't do it the other right. way around. Otherwise it all falls apart. No. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It's, it has to be in that order. Routines are really important for hygienists, right? But the idea being, to your point, Brandy, look at what's going on in your life. Look at what's going on. If you show up every day to work and you're frustrated, part of that is your routine at home. Part of that is if you show up every day and your instruments are dull, tell your mm-hmm. doctor, like, I need to work for an extra hour and a half every day at the, uh, the last Thursday of the month. Yeah. Cause I need to sharpen whatever that looks like. If you have crappy yeah. equipment, like, you know, what is within your circle of control? And I think, and that is a thing too, that we have to pause on Katrina. Yes. I, as a now practice, like, you know, facilitator administrator, I hear all the time hygienists complain about their doctors, not getting the equipment they need. And I'll go work in a room and then instruct the, uh, ultrasonic will be broken. And they'll be like, oh yeah, it's been broken for, you know, it's like, gets really hot and it's spray. And so on that, if something isn't working correctly, nobody Don't knows. Wait. Right. The doctor doesn't Don't know. Wait. Nobody knows. They have no idea. He doesn't yeah. know. So you can't like tell him he's an a-hole or she, that she's a, you know, busy because they, you've got this crap equipment yeah. when they're like, I don't know when they're you know, burgers. They don't even golden. use it. They don't even they have use no that idea. Equipment. I know. That's, How should they know? I know. And I, and I'm but sure that's again, that. the victim versus the that's hero. Right. <clears throat> who's like, who's am the I the control? poor hygienist? Yeah. Or am I the hygienist? It's like, yo, Aaron. Yeah. Dude, you yeah. go, go scale for me right now with the ultrasonic and then let me know. Yeah. Hi, who how I'm you're calling. doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dense play. <laughs> I yeah. need two. This one's so bad. I need two. I know. No. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. I, I can't tell you how many times I've walked in as a consultant and told the doctor, like the probes, the probes have been processed so many times that you can't even see the black marks on them anymore. And so I'm like, okay, like, doctor, do you see this? And the doctor's like, I had no idea. I, I assume that my hygienist is going to tell me. And it's like, so that's the thing. But is they're that afraid. I think, that's the thing. So I just, I just did this with my hygienist 
who works for a hygienist. Like I mm-hmm. employ a hygienist as a hygienist. But I'm afraid of you, Irene. So I made no, a list. I told, <laughs> I, I gave scary? her, I don't know. I, I gave she's, her the Hugh Freedy order book. I gave her the Hugh Freedy order book, the binder with the coils and the whatever. And I was like, tell me what you want. Let's make you your own kits because I am very strange and I like strange instruments in my kits that not everyone lo- likes to use, right? Sure. Yeah, I like, I like, me too. I, I will pull out a file and use a file. And I most love people files. are like, how do you even use this? Yeah, so I, mm-hmm. I do all of the craziness. So I said, okay, just, you're not using all of the instruments in our kits and that's cool. You don't have to like, let's make you some kits. So here's a shared Google doc. Here is the folder, like the binder, write down the instrument numbers and tell me what you want in our order them. So she writes down, six instruments that that that's mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. six instruments yeah. and how so many instruments when I do asked, you have in your kit right like- i use two kits right i have a standard <laughs> kit i have a perfect uh-huh. kit Me and too. then i have an mm-hmm. srp kit and my srp kit has 14 instruments in it right and my right. standard kit has eight instruments and then i have my like probe and explorer that has a PSR on one and my like standard probe on the other. So I've like, so she writes down six instruments. I'm like, okay, so that, so this is a good start if you're like scaling a child. So what more do you want? She's like, oh, well you can decide based on your budget. And it's this, like, I open, open freely give, give. So I think it's just like, we've been so, we've been so trained. She's like an abused puppy. Exactly. Yeah. We've been so trained. Let's go back to school for a minute, girls. I'm going to like drop a truth bomb right now. Okay. Let's Uh do it. One of the things that is happening is there is a propagation of this ongoing war between the doctors and the hygienists. And I think that there are several hygiene educators that are still saying things like, Doctors don't care. Doctors don't know. Doctors weren't trained in hygiene in school, which, by the way, isn't true. In they are. If that was they, true. They are trained. 40, they are very, very educated. Like anyway, even twenty years ago, when oh my, oh my gosh, we're getting old. <laughs> she just realized. <laughs> hey, I'm at fifteen. Girl. I told you, I'm she at, has an I, amazing 15. skincare routine. Though. Look at how great her skin oh, is. I'm okay, telling you. So I, gr- I graduated in two thousand seven. I just that made me sweat. I'm just saying. That okay. I graduated in 07 too. Okay. I'm in 07 Good. too. What? Oh, we're all 07. Oh, yay. yay. 14 Ooh. years, baby. Um, it'll be 15 for me this July. Like the end, July 27th is when I graduated. So I'll be, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Hurt my so, um, so, that, so that's the first thing that we need to do. We have to decide that we are not, not only a team, but we are the team. We are the dental professional oral health care provider oral systemic badass experts that work together in conjunction with one another's strengths, weaknesses, and everything in between Mm -hmm. on the continuum. Mm -hmm. We've got to stop propagating that. Well, I'm like, if you're scared, like Katrina said, like, let's have a cup of coffee and have a real conversation about what needs to happen. Because at the end of the day, I believe most people are good, right? Yeah. Is that like a Luke Bryan song or something? No, it's like, a, yeah, it kind of is, is that the song that we're going to do? <laughs> um, so, so most people are good. Most health care providers are there because they want to take care of people. And most employers yeah. want happy employees. So if yeah. we stop looking at it as a war and start looking at it as a mission, then we've got things to do. Like let's roll up our sleeves and work together for mm-hmm. God's sake. Like, 
it is time to let that dead horse be. Yeah. yeah. Let it be. Let it grow some flowers on it. And let's move to our next chapter, which includes teamwork, kind mm-hmm. dialogue. And mm-hmm. uh, this effing probe doesn't have markings on it. Right. And by so the way, you can feel how deep it is, guys. Like, obviously, you can feel it. Honest. Obviously, you, you know. can feel but, if it's a four or but not. Even more so. <laughs> Even totally. more so, like, but, but just, it's just be it's not, just, that was a, that be, was a joke. That was mindful on your sarcasm. Yeah, okay, everybody needs to know that was a joke. Please do not slide into pocket. our DMs about that. We get do that. It was a joke. Everyone, <laughs> calm down. But even more so, we aren't trained in hygiene school to see it that way. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> At the University of Minnesota, the dental students and the hygiene students take our perio coursework together. And the dental students are advised that the hygiene students take even more perio coursework than they do. And so we're on separate curves and the dental students are told you're on separate curves because the hygiene students usually set a higher curve. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we're smarter in this and that. It means that this is our wheelhouse and the dental students are a part of that. In Minnesota, Mm -hmm. when dental students graduate from the University of Minnesota, they are taught who is the expert in the practice of, with regards to perio. It's the hygienist. And yet we're taught, hey, we can take coursework alongside our doctors and we can together create collaborations. We had like our own little right. mini practices, right? So that's part of it. The other part of it is approach this and put your, put your thinking cap on. Now, all three of us own our own businesses. So we understand Mm -hmm. what that's like when you're a business owner and somebody approaches you and they're like, Hey, like I need this or I want that. Right. So first of all, if doctor just did a root canal and they were, it was a tough root canal and they couldn't get to the apex and blah, 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 blah. And they're taking a bunch of PAs and the patients getting unnumb and this and that. And you walk up to them like right after that. And you're like, my ultrasonic is broken and I need a new Cavatron. Like maybe not the best time. Like right. maybe not. So think about some of those pieces. I, I think, you know, I guess what I'd love to know from you because you're married to a dentist, what are some of the strategies that we as as hygienists can employ to better communicate with our doctors who may have some fears about, Ooh, I don't know if we have that in the budget this month, or let's say we want to infuse a new type of procedure in the practice. We want to start doing salivary diagnostic testing, or we want to do some type of oral cancer screening, translumination software. And so this is now a new procedure. Like what are some of the fears that you're hearing being married to a dentist that may, uh, you know, better serve us? us as hygienists in kind of knowing in the back of our brain when we talk to our doctors? I think there's a lot of value in remembering that they're good people. They want to do good by their patients and good by their employees. So if you start there with that mindset, then organize your thoughts as to whatever it is you're hoping for. So let's say in this situation, um, you need new equipment because that's an easy one. We were just talking about that. Mm -hmm. If you schedule a time to chat that makes sense. Like maybe you guys go to lunch together on Tuesdays, or maybe there's team meetings on Wednesdays, every third Wednesday of the month. Like whenever, whenever it seems like a time that that would be a normal, happy conversation to have, have it again, not after that root canal that just failed that they had to refer out. And then everyone's sweating. Like, no, no, no. Like when is a normal time to have this conversation? Because at a team meeting, for example, we're going to bring up the things that we want to make sure are happening from the employer standpoint. So from the employee standpoint, if you say like, in order to take better care of my patients, I would really love to update some of our equipment. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is, is 
almost, maybe not almost. Yep, almost. Almost every dentist I ever, ever worked with, ever, prides themselves on being the best at something. So if you want to have something like new equipment and you say to provide the best care, the best hygiene care to our patients, I would love some help like getting a plan for a budget and, and what we can add to our armamentarium going back to school. Like nobody's gonna hate on that. Nobody, nobody is gonna hate on that unless they're tired, stressed or otherwise in, unable to have that conversation. So if you gather your thoughts, know that they're a good person and then present it at a reasonable time, you're pretty much gonna be able to get basically whatever you want. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that's not stretching. I'm not, I'm not doing the sunshine and rainbows, Brandy Hooker yeah. Evans, everything could be fine. Like, no, like that's a normal thing mm -hmm. to, to ask, but I, you know, you saw the process where I was like adult about it. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was showing up as a partner and as a leader and, you know, whether or not I'm clocking in and clocking out or making a commission, I showed up as a partner to the practice. I showed up as an owner to my career. So owner to owner, regardless of whether you're an employee, we can now see eye to eye and talk. Well, what do we need? Okay, well, the, the instrument budget is $4,000 for the whole year. Go for it. I don't want to order. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. I don't want to order anything. Right. right. I was going to totally say like, make it easy. Like, you know who your sales reps are. Like, and if yeah. you don't know who your sales reps are, you need to know, know who your sales mm -hmm. reps are. Like you can't mm -hmm. live and work in a practice and not know who to call if God forbid something breaks and your boss is nowhere to be found. Like you need to know that Brett is my Patterson sales rep or mm -hmm. Joe is the guy from DS that I speak to. Like you need to know who that person is. Call your sales rep and say, hey, I'm trying to pitch this to my boss. I need a new Cavitron. I need four new sets of instruments I need, mm -hmm. yeah whatever um can you put a price list together for me i mean also fun fact if you didn't know this your boss probably gets a discount with some distributor right and it's added to their account like i right. just asked for a bigger discount like i messaged my patterson rep and i was like hey i can get stuff cheaper from k dental from Benko, like, why am I ordering from Patterson if I can get it cheaper somewhere else? Is there anything that you can do? And he's like, yeah, I'll add an extra disc, a little discount to your, yeah. if you do not ask for specifics, you will never get. So right. ask your sales reps to print out a, a quote and give it to your boss and say, hey, I already spoke to Brett. He's ready. He's got this stuff like on hand if you need it. He's also willing to give us a 5% discount. Can I like can I get this stuff? But isn't it funny when you see these like Facebook groups are like, when do you get instruments? And like, never, I never get instruments. I always want to ask like, what did you when ask? When did for? you ask? Yeah. Not yeah. when, but like, what, what did you ask for? And were you mm -hmm. specific or did you just go in and be like, I want new instruments. And your boss is like, okay, yeah. give me, tell me what you want. And they're like, nah, I just want new ones. Like what, like what, give, give me an example of how you presented it that someone like a human being said, no. Right. right. And Irene, so you're a Canadian business owner with the employees that are dental hygienists below you or not below and, you. But and doctors you. and doctors. Right. So, so you own, you own this business and your answer was to give your, your employee the book. Do you know yeah. what happens at my office? No. He gives them the book. Oh. This is not new. This is not unique. Like 
That's oh, man, that's what, I thought it was special. You are so special. <laughs> I mean, you are you're you are like special. My mom, so my mom says I'm special. I don't know you, how you, you can be any more special, special than you already I'm are. I'm so special. Look what I can do with my thumb. Right? I, oh, I thought you were going to so, spell blood with your hands. You know how people do that? Like the, anyway. <laughs> Again, we are showing our age, ladies. Yes. I was born in 1984. And <laughs> it's so funny because I love that Katrina wears her millennial hat like a badge of honor. I'm yeah. like, it depends on who you ask. I am a Gen X. And honestly, my work ethic is Gen X. So I am mm-hmm. definitely not a millennial and I can't work my Instagram account by myself. So good for you. We're I'm just kidding. I, I love it. <laughs> but anyway, so the, the moral to the story is, is like what you said, Irene, like when, how, what did you ask? Yeah. And, and again, what is that doing? It's putting us in the driver's seat instead of the victim's chair in the back. We're being the hero of our own stories. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Great words to 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 Man. do the, the thing with <clears throat> Katrina because I think it's I love time. It. Should we do the thing? I think it's it's this time, right? Tis it's time. time. I think it's time. Do you know Brady what time it is? I think it's totally their time. <laughs> oh, she knows. Yes, at the end of every episode, Katrina do a visually and virtually impaired version of rock paper scissors, <laughs> and then the loser goes up against you, and you can decide whether you accept or dish a tooth or a dare. So I'm going to get my, get my, my fingers ready. Katrina was mm-hmm. doing her exercises <clears throat> all morning today, just was, preparing yes, for this. Doing In the meantime, dog. yeah, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the dental wine genist, and you can go and head over to Brandy's uh, website, brandyhookerevans.com. And are you also on Instagram or Facebook or any of the socials? Am. Follow me at Stellar Outcomes. Stellar Outcomes. All that lovely info will be linked in the show notes below. Ready, friend? I'm ready. Let's do it. Do it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, Oh, I I beat you this time, Irene. I got That doesn't happen very often. I know. Well, I was beating Irene for a while. Then she beat me yesterday. Yeah, it's just this like battle, this like domestic disturbance between the two of us back and forth. (laughs) It's like when you, it's like when two people use the same bathroom and then like they have an electric toothbrush and one person is new with it and the other one isn't and they just get it all over the mirror. Like that's basically what it is. Yeah. So you and I, friend, uh, Brandy, what would you like to do? Accept or dish? If you accept a tooth, it's right now. If it's a dare, then you film it and you put it up on social media. Oh, can... I always love a dare. Oh. oh let's, okay. let's do a dare. Oh, yeah. I'm doing my happy dance. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, I have, I have a dare for you. I do. Um, so you could use, I can send you the audio. You can add the, do you have TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. So you can get the Instagram audio too, but you've probably heard this song before. Um, so this is the song. Okay. So you know that song? Okay. So I need you to do a video to that. Um, and it's usually just like, you know, a video of you for a little bit. And then it's like a slow motion of you and a variety of your jobs. So maybe that's like you in the operatory or you like walking down the hallway and it's just like a variety of these like little slow motion videos. So I dare you to do that. Will you do it? You are so on. Um, I, I have one 
one dare for you girls before we wrap up. Oh, it's a double dare day. Okay. It's a double dare. I double dare you. Double dog dare. Double dog dare as we started with our puppy. Are we doing this? Are we accepting a double dare? Are we setting a precedent here? I guess we I are. Guess I guess, I mean, let's just, let's just hope nobody else listens to the episodes that comes on here for the next little while. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm what in. What are you doing? Ladies, I need you to fold in the cheese. Fold, yeah, fold it in. Just what does that mean? Fold you fold in the in cheese. In you fold the cheese. I don't know what that means. Do you not watch Shit's Creek? I can't tell you everything. No. I can't teach you everything. Can you teach me one thing? Yeah. <laughs> How have you not seen... Shit's Creek. What are you talking about? I what mean, is this? You are from Canada okay. and you have not seen Shit's Creek? Oh my right. Like, no. Eugene and Daniel Levy. Oh, okay, so that my gosh. is your well, like... I know Shit's Creek because Eugene Levy lived in like the homes yeah. that my dad designed. So like I I Yeah. I, oh my so, god. Yeah, but oh I just never god. watched homework. Okay. Okay. Homework. It's homework with a, a with the dare fact is I will send you the episode. I'm going to put this on my to-do list because yes. as you guys So what guess, does this I do mean for me? She has what a hot hang notepad. You have to you have to watch this episode it's of nice Shit's one. Creek. Okay. And then you have to fold in the cheese. Well, we so we record ourselves folding in the cheese. Okay. Yes. So I guess I have to learn what folding in the cheese okay. means. Okay. You Luke, fold you it in. Do you know I, I'm gonna so you my just, my brother and I anything. do that scene every Lou, time we're in the kitchen. Lou, Lou is very concerned about folding in the Lou, cheese. Lou, are you gonna fold it in? You gotta fold it in, Lou. I actually have Katrina and I doing fold in the cheese saved <laughs> okay. on Snapchat. I'm okay. not, I'm not kidding. I texted my mom. Anyway, we'll send it to you, Irene. You will. Okay. Thank you. Love you, mucho. you need this in your life. I double dog dare you girls to fold in the cheese for me. I love it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Woo-hoo! You will catch Katrina and I folding in cheese on Instagram it in. and uh, our you friend in, Brady is going to be a bitch and a boss and she's gonna shine she's like, like a bitch and a boss she's gonna do yeah. it damn it let shine like I, I think it says shine like gloss but i think it should say shine like floss because because we're yeah. dead oh. but anywho i'll change the words yeah okay all right everyone thanks you again she's adding that to her to-do list she's like change we're the words it. question change mark? words change <laughs> words I did. to I a song out here, shine is like this gloss. a thing should we do this okay 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 all right okay peace out peeps. all right so good cheers we're back on the flippity flop. How's yes. it going? We're here. We made it. Um, so good. Yes, we totally made it, which I love that journey mm-hmm. for us. Thank um, you so much for Brandy a, for hanging out episode. with us. And to our peeps yes. at DS for sponsoring this lovely episode. Please ensure to yes. visit the items in the copy below so that you can click clickety click your way through DS World either in person Cleac or yet. uh use the variety of options for your online online pleasure and uh and yeah <laughs> and for your online, online pleasure online learning pleasure That's i don't is. know about is. you I learning mean. is fun <laughs> i get pleasure out of learning don't you i love you so much <laughs> That is what I do. I love Anyways, you so much. Thank you, peeps, like, for tuning in again. Also, check out my YouTube channel for yes. fun facts about restorative dental hygiene and um, how my scrub yes. pants don't fit anymore. We talk all about that in like video too. 
So cute. Yeah. I love Thank it. You. Also, check out our um, our Instagram page to watch Brandy's Dare Go Down. And then I don't know if you uh, recall, she did counter dare us. So check out our Insta as well. Yeah. For I don't the even know what that dare means. Coming down like, now. The counter dare to me is like, I don't understand. Like folded cheese. What is that? Was that the one? Irene, it's from Schitt's Creek. I don't Creek. Even know what that is. I have to Google it. It's filmed. What? You're a bad Canadian, Irene. Irene. Anywho, it's I'll filmed try my in best. Canada. Okay, we're gonna go. Goodbye, everyone. You're gonna have do it. Have a great day. It's be, be awesome. Great. Peace woo, out, woo, peeps. Woo. Cheers. Um. And yes, I said. I said the her middle name is Hooker, and and we went into it a little bit about her middle name. There's two people in the world. There are the people in the world that have a middle name like that, and they either hate it and change it and drop it, or the ones that don't. And like she brought it up it. right away, and I thought I thought that was like the cutest thing. I was wondering what would happen. It's cute. I I I don't think it's her middle name. I think it's her maiden name. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, it's her maiden name. Well, I wanted to clarify because I don't, I don't, I don't think her mom was like, "What a beautiful <laughs> baby! What should we name her, Hooker? Let's make that her middle name." <laughs> okay, you're I think right. It's like you're her, right. It was her. I think it's her, her maiden, maiden name. Not her middle name. Is Jeez what I think. Louise. I just want to yes. be clear. I for Brandy's mom out there who Brandy's might mom, listen if to you're this. Listening, we love you. I don't, I don't think that you selected that, but Irene right. does. Okay. Well, that is who we interviewed. Um, is it just me or is Irene frozen? What? Oh, hi. Oh, there she is. There she is. I'm here. She's back. I, I'm, I was offended that you didn't say, may they rest in peace. Oh, I'm sorry. May they may they rest in peace. May they rest in sorry. peace. So sorry. So yeah. sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're just here. It's really the worst. Oh. Thank you, lady. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that Lou is sleeping on my arm here? Like, how is I, like, this I a comfortable position? I don't know how dogs can just sleep anywhere. It's kind of amazing. I don't understand. What like, a little baby. That can't like, be comfortable, right? It's literally like, going to dislocate. I don't know. I don't. I don't. But it's okay because I'm in your mom. That's how it works. I can't let my read sometimes. Oh, I so she decides myself. she's going to. She's she, Okay, now she's muted. Okay. Okay.